You're listening to Let's Stay Together Anime Break, the subseries of Let's Stay Together where we talk about the 2019 anime fruits basket. I'm Ellen. And I'm Kayla. We sound really, we sound really dour today. I don't know what's the problem. <laughs> <coughs> and I'm Kayla. There you go. <laughs> That's okay. I did too. I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, I should have sounded more upbeat. And I was like, neither. Kayla doesn't either. <laughs> I mean, it's not a very upbeat episode. Nope. <laughs> in, fa- <laughs> in fact, my very first note says like, this is fucked up. Or this episode is fucked up, I think. <laughs> Yeah, oh, I said, no, 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 I said, this episode hurts. That's what, that's my very first note, so. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. We, aren't we excited to talk about it? Regardless? Oh, always. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, speaking of which, we're discussing the final season, episode seven, which was called, that's right, it's empty. It wasn't contempt, it was deep sadness with which Akito spoke that line. I've <laughs> <laughs> revised my remarks. <laughs> So we're gonna do our summary spoiler-free discussion, then spoiler-free discussion, like we always do. Ooh. Yeah, don't cry. I hope everybody brought tears. I mean, brought tears. Brought, brought tears. tears. <laughs> brought all my tears. You're like, I don't need to bring tears. I'm always ready. <laughs> this episode covered chapters primarily 115, 117, and 118 of the manga. So it was 115 minus the part about Luigi's curse breaking, which already happened like two episodes ago, and then part of chapter 93 was Kyo's dream. And there, we covered these in our podcast episodes 59, <laughs> which was called Devoured by the Soma and the Bond. Don't listen to it if you... Ha- oh, no, no. Everything was covered already. So, yeah, <laughs> so that whole that whole part was covered. And then episode 48 had the uh, Kyo's Dream in it. And I think there's content that isn't in the anime because it has some of Kyoko's backstory, but it's mm-hmm. not spoilery. So you could go back and listen to it if you, if you so desired. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you're offended by the uh, Kyoko Katsuya relationship, relationship, then uh, don't listen to it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's a good point. I haven't had to. Um, well, there was a little Kareno Uo shipping in this one, I guess, because of their because of the dead bird <laughs> scene or whatever. But I guess I could uh, caveat this up front <laughs> once again. <laughs> um, but other than that, I feel like Kareno are less controversial than Kyoko and Katsuya. They're slightly that's less, what I've gathered. <laughs> slightly less controversial, but still controversial because Kyoko was Kyoko was in middle school. Mm-hmm. Kyoko was in middle school when they met. I think this did they cover this at all in the anime? I mean, it doesn't really matter. I don't think they're going to cover it, so I don't think it matters. But mm-hmm. Kyoko was in middle school. Kasuya was a teacher. That's that's when they met. So yeah, it's got. Uh, well, he was a student a teacher. teacher so oh, <laughs> slightly teacher. less. Sketchy. That's better. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> whatever so yeah i guess it's yeah, yeah. i mean i don't care because it's fiction but um, <laughs> i personally find um kareno anuo less sketchy just because like she's about to graduate high school and he's like a naive little he's bird man who's been adult. locked in a house for most of his adult life he's a, he's a teenager <laughs> in an adult's body yeah. he's basically like a teenager because he's never really left there so mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, the teacher-student thing is really sketchy. Although, the mm-hmm. thing about Kyoko and Katsu is that nobody else cared about her in her life, so... Yeah. It's the reason why I can get behind it, I guess. But Yeah. Anyway, I mean, all it's... these types of really yeah. sketchy in real life. Don't let anybody... Don't, yeah. don't let someone <laughs> don't suspiciously take, yeah. older than you... Yeah, don't take, you. Don't take your, your cues from shoujo manga. No, don't do that. <laughs> Definitely don't do that. <laughs> there are a lot of good relationships in Freeze Basket, but... Mm-hmm. The age gap thing is definitely suspicious. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. I think outside of that, the relationships seem good and healthy, but... <laughs> yeah, like, they seem to have a good relationship yeah. in the end. Kyoko and Kasuya. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, don't count on that in real life. Yeah. Nope. 
<laughs> I wouldn't. <laughs> this is your your mom's telling you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, whatever. Enough. Uh, enough un unasked for life advice <laughs> for now. I guess. <laughs> so this episode opens in the past. Kyoko says to baby baby Kyo, even if the world doesn't need me, I'll keep living for someone who does. Custody rights might have been at risk there for a second, but she bounced back, and Toru was there for her after all. But you don't want to go see Katsuya Honda anymore? Baby Kyo asks. Kyoko smiles a little bit sadly and says, I wonder how much time and effort it'll take for you kids to find your answers. The words sounded ridiculous to me, Kyo thinks in the present, because I felt like I was only born to take other people's contempt, and I only continued living to hurt people. And wasn't I right? That's why mom died, isn't it? Didn't she want to tell me that it was all my fault in the end? Kyo remembers his mother walking out in front of a train as a child. And you too, he thinks of Kyoko. She, you smiled at me, but don't you hate me now? He again remembers standing over Kyoko's severely injured body. His mother hovers behind him, telling him it's not his fault. You did nothing wrong, but you can't go outside. Outside is full of bad things. Come in the house with me, okay? She floats back toward the cat's room behind him. Let's live inside forever. Do what your mother tells you. Kyoko stands suddenly, covered in blood. I'll never forgive you she says. Kyo's mother says she's going ahead into the house and will wait for him. You better hurry up and get inside, or else something even scarier will happen. Kyo looks down. His hands are covered in blood. Toru lies bodied on the ground in front of him. Suddenly, Kyo wakes from the horrible dream. Toru, Momiji, and Yuki laugh downstairs, making hamburgers together. Momiji yells upstairs to Kyo. In his darkened room, he looks at his braceleted wrist and thinks. They showed up in my dream to smack down that thought. To remind me, know your place. Don't fool yourself. Because I thought maybe... Just maybe, Toru loved me back. At the main house, Shigeru walks through the grounds. A hand catches his sleeve through a cracked door. Ren smiles up at him. And we cut to the opening credits. Is braceleted a word? Um, it is now. <laughs> I made it a word. I think I called Hattori besuited one time also. I'm a regular Shakespeare. Maybe his wrist has been braceleted. <laughs> braceleted is an underlined in red in Google Drive. So I'm guessing, I think it could be a word. <laughs> No. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Wearing a bracelet. Deal with it. Deal with me. <laughs> First known use of braceleted from 1630. Could it have been Shakespeare? Probably not. <laughs> I don't make up the English rules, okay? <laughs> we rejoined Ren and Shigure chatting at the main house. Ren was able to slip away from her servants. Shigure asked her about asking Rin to steal Akito's box. My, you really have your ear to the ground, she says. Or perhaps she's just talkative. Truly no good. You're the no good one, Ren-san, Shigure says. I told you that was our secret. It sounded to me like a suggestion to go get it from her. But I'm afraid the operation failed. It would be much easier if you just brought it to me, Ren says. What? I don't want to do that. It feels blasphemous somehow, Shigure says. It is blasphemous, Ren says. No one but me has the right to touch Akira-san. His flesh, his blood, his soul. I'm the only one worthy to own anything to do with Akira-san. We flash back to the past, before all of this. Akira sits alone in a room in the staff gossip. Another marriage talk fell apart. With Akira's failing health, a successor is needed. No one wants an outsider to inherit anything. A younger Ren approaches him. You must be lonely, she says, and afraid of dying alone. And no one else noticed. But I'm different. I see it. Give me all of your pain. Every last bit. Because I love you. Later, our friend, the old maid, screams at Ren. This can't be allowed. You're a servant. We're in love, Ren says. Silence, she yells. Get out of here this instant. Never set foot in the Soma estate again. Akira cuts her off. 
Ren noticed that I was lonely. She cried for me, he says. It was bliss, Ren says to Shigure in the present. Akira-san and I were the only ones in the world. I was the only one in Akira-san's world. It was enough. And yet. We flash back again to the Mabidachi trio and Kureno as boys talking about how Akita will be raised as a boy herself. Kureno wonders why. Hattori says that Ren decided on it a while ago because a female heir could cause issues. Ayame said that she threw a fit and said she'd abort the child unless everyone considered it a boy. She's just miffed that she's not Akira-san's number one anymore. Shigure pipes up. And jealous, too. In another flashback, Akira asks Ren why she won't hold Akito. Why bother, Ren says. Everyone else already loves that child, don't they? Akito was born for them to love. It's only natural, Akira says. Bibi Shigure asks the others if they remember Ren's face the day that they ran to meet Akito after their dream. <laughs> she thought, oh crap. Kareno says he doesn't get it. Is Ren-san bad? He asks. It means she should be pitied, Bibi Shigure says. All of the Soma should. You poor thing. Shigure says to Ren in the present. Aren't you a poor thing, too? She asks him. You're at Akito's mercy, thanks to the antiquated bonds of the curse. You don't really love that child, you know. You're just caught up in a fantasy. Haven't you noticed, she says, leaning in and gently touching Shigure's face. You're looking at me the same way you did then. You want me. Yes, I've noticed, he says, taking her hands and lowering them away from his face. Looking at you gives me a rush of affection. It lets me fantasize about whether she'd look like you if she lived as a girl. Ren balks at this. You're right. I wanted you to take the box, Shigure says, standing to leave. You're the right one to have it. One person possessed by Akira-san's ghost is enough. There's something wrong with all of you, Ren shouts as he leaves. Who do you suppose you have to thank for that kid even being alive? Who do you think saved Akira-san? It's all because I was with him! In another flashback, Akito remembers when her father died. Ren wasn't called to be with him, but Akito, still very young, was there with him. What? You're just a toy for Akira-san to pass time with, Ren says, pointing at Akito. Now that he's gone, you're officially unnecessary. You're wrong, Akito says. I'm special. I was promised eternity. Everyone was waiting for me. Baby Akito stands. So I'm not unnecessary. I know because father told me. If you mock father's words, then you're the one who is unnecessary. Ren cries and clenches her fists. Go ahead and believe that silly fantasy of bonds and eternity. Eventually it'll fall apart, and you can learn the hard way that no one really wanted you. Ren drops and cries over her dead husband's body. In the present, Akito sits alone in her room, holding the box tightly. Kareno comes to speak to her before he can say anything. Akito says that she was happy when she met Yuki. The god and the rat of the Zodiac hadn't been reborn for a long time, and back then she could still show off in front of Ren. When did my world start to fall apart, she wonders, remembering Kareno's curse-breaking, hurting Yuki, Itori, Kisa, and Ren. In a flashback, Ren says to Akito that she heard that Yuki moved out with Shigure. So the rat was the second one to desert you? Don't let your one-night stand with Shigure get to your head, Akito says back. I haven't been deserted. Everyone comes back to me in the end. We can't be separated because of the bond between us. I'm sick of that line, Ren says. If you truly believe the Zodiac, who get a taste of the outside world, will come back to the gloomy god who binds them hand and foot, then win. Prove that nobody can break your little dream, and rub it in my face. And if you lose, grovel to me, then get out. Akito smirks confidently. In another flashback, Shigure asks if Tio and another person can stay at his house. Akito smiles. She remembers meeting Toru at school. I believed I could win, Akito thinks. I believed that no one could break this. I wished, almost prayed, I repeated it like a curse. Like if I die, like I'd die if I didn't say it. She remembers moments when the junior she stood up to her, Kyo at the beach, Yuki at New Year's. I repeated the same words over and over and over, but it's no good anymore. They're leaving, and they're leaving me behind. Suddenly Ren charges into the room, carrying a knife. You know, when I woke up this morning, my head was so clear, Ren says, stepping into the room. I should have done this to begin with. 
She points the knife at Akito threateningly and demands that she give her back the box. Everything of Akira-san's belongs to me! Akito smirks. She doesn't want to lose to Ren. If you want it that badly, I'll give you the stupid thing, Akito shouts. She throws the box across the room. Ren drops the knife and dives for it. I didn't want to lose this woman, Akito thinks. Because I always knew. We flash back again to Akira's dying moments. He caresses his young daughter's cheek. Don't worry, Akito, he says, struggling to speak. I'm not leaving you behind. Even if you can't see me, I'll be by your side. My special child. Ren was the one that I wanted most to be happy about you. As her man, all I could do was die. But at least I could leave her a child. Akira cries. And our child being special proves that Ren and I were special, right? It's too bad we couldn't reconcile, Ren. A little later after her argument with Ren, the maids praise Akito for how she behaved. But the one that father loved most wasn't me, it was... No, the old maid says, entering with a box. Akira-san loved you best. You mustn't let yourself be fooled. Didn't Akira-san say that he'd be by your side? You have this, she says, handing Akito the box. And Akira-san belongs to you, alone. Is anything inside? Akito asks, taking the box. Akira-san's soul, the old maid says. In the present, Ren hastily picks up the box and sees that it's empty. That's right, it's empty. It always has been, Akito says, starting to cry. Because I'm the one who's always been the other, she thinks. Because it's been broken from the beginning. Akito turns, grabs the knife, and lunches for Ren, but suddenly stops. Hero's curse is broken. At Hero's house, he watches his baby sister, and he suddenly feels it and looks at his hands. His mother calls for him and his sister that lunch is almost ready. She enters and sees Hero holding his baby sister for the first time. Sorry, he says, tears in his eyes. It's a complicated feeling. I wish I could just feel happy, but I have all these mixed feelings, like anger, resentment, regret. Hero's mom hugs her son. Yeah, she says, you've lived your whole life with these bonds, after all. Goodbyes make us lonely. Back at the main house, Akito looks up hopelessly. It's no good anymore, she thinks. They really are falling apart. Goodbyes keep coming. What's wrong? Weren't you going to kill me? Ren taunts. The old maid and Ren's maid argue back and forth. And you gave him the box, the poor head of the family, so innocent that he believed it. And now, of course he doesn't believe it, the old maid says. I gave him that box to comfort him after Akira-san's death. Anyone with common sense would know that it's empty. They continue to argue, and Akito slowly walks away. Kareno finds her outside. I believed in the box, and I didn't at the same time, she says. When she opened it, it was empty, but she thought maybe there was something invisible there. And she couldn't get rid of it, but couldn't look into it anymore, so she hid the box away. I clung to it all these years. Akito says. But can you blame me? That was my common sense. Nobody taught me otherwise. Nobody gave me any other way to live than this one. How am I supposed to know things that I don't know? Kareno hugs her to try to comfort her. He says that she can start learning now. Let's change, Akito. If you stay in this environment, the somas and the bond will crush you. It's too late for that. It's too late for you to say that, she says. Change? We're past that point. Why didn't you say that at the beginning? Why didn't you push me away from the beginning? She says, remembering when his curse broke when they were younger. Why didn't you abandon me? You're changing your mind now? I don't want that lecture now. She stabs Kareno in the back with the knife and digs it in. That kindness of yours that only half saves or half rejects me, it's been killing me. She pulls the knife and pushes him away. She pulls out the knife and pushes him away. It's been killing me this whole time, so take responsibility and pay for it. Atone with your death. Akito runs away, and the same maid who helped save Rin finds Kareno. He tells her to go after Akito, but she goes for help instead. Kareno falls. It's all too late now. Akito thinks. At Uo's work, they find a bird dead outside. I wonder if a cat got it or something, one girl says. Were you just tired? Uo thinks. At Shigeri's house, Kyo and Toru finish eating together. He goes to leave. Toru gathers her strength 
and at the doorway she says, Please, there's something I'd like to tell you. Kyo turns back, almost grimacing. Then we cut to the end credits. Dun dun dun. Dun dun dun. <laughs> wow, so many things happen. <laughs> we didn't know any of that was happening. <laughs> it was a surprise to everyone, especially me and you, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like I said in my at the beginning of this episode, I put in my notes, this episode hurts. Like, <laughs> the beginning part with Kyo is... It, I kind of forget it by the end because all the, the other stuff that happened with Kido, which is also fucked up. But, like, when I was writing out... I didn't really notice it when I was watching, but when I was writing out his dialogue, I was like, man, this is fucked up. Like, he's <laughs> like... Like, I'm just here for other people's contempt. I only hurt people... That's why mom is dead. That's why Kyoko hates me or whatever. Like all of these things is so much. It's so fucked up, isn't it? Mm -hmm. It's really sad. <laughs> He's just a poor tiny boy. <laughs> <laughs> when most of these awful things happened. Mm -hmm. His face when. Um... First, we'll talk about this. Then we'll talk about Kido because that's <laughs> everything else. <laughs> But his face when Toru is like, uh, something that I want to tell you is like so. <laughs> it's not even really a grimace. It's just like indiscernibly hesitant. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like he just kind of stares back like, fuck, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he knows how she feels about him. Yeah. So, and she's been working through all her feelings for the last, well, all the last two seasons. But recently, particularly, we saw like last episode was the one where she was dealing with all her feels and confessed to like Shigure and Rin so mm -hmm. but yeah more importantly this episode focused on how fucked up Ren and Akito are <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> I always like so the I find Ren and Akira's relationship interesting mm -hmm. I have I have new thoughts one well, of new thoughts I have a new question for you so so Ren's infatuation with akira do you think that she wanted power or do you think that she just wanted to be with akira she doesn't seem to have any interest in power yeah i think she's just like what's that what's that word for the thing where like nurses fall in love with their <laughs> patients i don't know she has kind of like a savior complex Is yeah that... there's like a like Florence Nightingale syndrome or something. Will I be but <laughs> on an, on a list for googling this nurse? No, it's a common thing that people write about in fiction. Um. <laughs> Falls in love with patients. Yeah, Florence Nightingale effect. A mm -hmm. trope. It's a trope where caregiver falls in love with their patient. Feelings may fade once the patient knows it's no longer in need of care. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're right. Yeah, I feel like she had some kind of weird version of that. Like, I think she thought her, like, like, I think as far as she was concerned, their love was incredibly real and intense. But, like, it seems obvious they didn't really have much, like, contact before that moment where she's, mm -hmm. like, she's, like, I know, I, I understand you, you more than everyone else. Yeah, I know. But Akira, like, fell for it. He's, mm -hmm. like, Ren cried for me. It's, like, okay. Yeah, well, he had, it seems like he'd been about as isolated as Akito. Yeah, it seems like. <laughs> They're, all like, we gotta find him in a woman fast and get him yeah. married because he's gonna die and it was like the only thing that people cared about yeah and they're like talking about that like where he can hear them <laughs> i think this is the episode that really firmly cements how bad of an influence the soma family is 
Mm-hmm. And we briefly talked about before that I think earlier in the series we're we're meant to see Akito as a villain, like as a as the person who's pulling the strings. And I think this episode in particular is a good. It makes a good. Um, it's good at showing the way the family also has done things to Akito, and like the family, the Soma family, is sort of like controlling what Akito does and whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think the scene that shows that well is the one where Hero's curse breaks. It's after Hero's curse breaks and they transition back to Akito's room. And Akito's just kind of like lost, staring up the ceiling. This is when she was about to attack Ren but didn't. And the two maids are arguing in the background. And like the only one paying attention to Akito is Kureno. Mm-hmm. And she just like walks away while the two maids argue. It's like the maids are going at each other. It's like the, there's infighting in the family that even has nothing to do with Akito, like, yeah, basically. And I think it's a good, that scene is a particularly good illustration of that. Mm-hmm. All the scenes yeah. around and Akira's the, death, too. But Yeah, as you see in the in the flashbacks to Akira, yes. like, show it's been going on even before Akito was born. Like, Yeah, they basically, like, groomed Akito to be in that, to mm-hmm. be against Ren, in addition to Ren also hating her. Like, mm-hmm. the maids were like, hey, good job, you sit up to your mom. Yeah. And Akito's like, but it was a lie, and mm-hmm. was all feeling sad about what Akira said. Yeah, that part, um, I feel like I noticed it more in the anime, just because, like, you could see, like, the change in, like, baby Akito's eyes mm-hmm. and stuff. Because, like, like when uh, Akito's, like, quote-unquote standing up to Ren, she's got those, like, those, like, lifeless eyes that we Classic see a lot in the Dakaya series. dead eye. Yeah. Yes. And it's, like, before that, when she was talking to her dying father, like, you know, yeah, she, she has just normal, normal sad eyes. child eyes. But then, like, after that, like, oh, that meant our love was special thing. Like, that obviously deeply affected her, but nobody mm-hmm. cared. Nobody cared. Like, she's all, like, hunched over in the corner mm-hmm. being sad. And the major just like, good job standing up to your terrible mother. <laughs> like, Yeah. I know. I noticed that when I was watching the episode. And I was like, why are her eyes like that? But, mm-hmm. yeah, it totally makes sense. It's because that Akira was just, like... I wish we could have reconciled. Akira's last words were like, I wish we could have reconciled Ren. Mm-hmm. And like, I wish that Ren had cared about Akito. Not because she is, you know, meant to be loved or whatever, like Akira always said, but because Akira felt like Akito being special was proof that Ren and Akira's relationship was special. Mm-hmm. And none of that'll fuck up a child. Yeah, not at all. <laughs> as we said before said it before and i'll say it again i mean even just watching your father die at that age could fuck right you without all the outside stuff <laughs> right i was like wow keto is young when i was watching yeah. that scene and they should have called ren why didn't they call ren mm-hmm. akira had enough time to have a like two minute speech ren could have made it there yeah because they hated her <laughs> yeah because they hated her but isn't that fucked up anyway. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not like, a, not I'm, a, I'm not arguing with not that. a good family dynamic <laughs> nope it's all like the old maid. I think we've talked about how the old maid kind of represents... You You could say that one of the main messages of Fruits Basket or one of the main like themes is just like shrugging off of the old ways and changing to the new. Mm-hmm. And the old maid... I call her the old maid. I gave them names, the old maid and the good maid, on purpose <laughs> because they're recurring characters. And the old maid is like the quintessential representation of like the old like stodgy family values and uh, and whatever right mm-hmm. like she didn't want you know someone who wasn't who was a servant to be 
you know, in a position of power in the family or whatever. She didn't want them to be together. Um, and she wasn't the only one. She just, you know, clearly represents that, I guess. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> I'm trying to find that scene in the manga. I wanted to see what Akira's eyes look like in the manga. Because I definitely didn't notice that in the manga before. But it, I'm sure it's there. Yeah, she's got the kind of dead eyes thing. I think oh, it's yeah, just more obvious. I think it's just more obvious with the animation, like, showing it, like, transition to that. Mm-hmm. During the, like, earlier but later scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the earlier but later scene, yes. <laughs> I understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just kind of hard to tell. But Yeah, Akito also just has, like, big dark eyes anyway, so mm-hmm. it's a little harder to tell in the black and white. In the in the, not, in the static version, yes. Mm-hmm. I find, I don't know, Ren is an interesting character because she's cray-cray. Like, mm-hmm. her, this Florence Nightingale syndrome, but also, like, she's just, she's so, like, deluded and how singular their relationship is and stuff like that mm-hmm. and of course hated akito so much yeah and she was jealous of akito which is crazy like mm-hmm. shouldn't be jealous of your child yeah <laughs> but then it turned out in the end that so so you have ren saying that all the the zodiac bonds aren't real and i was gonna say gaslighting akito about the curse but I don't know, maybe it's not, it's hard to say if it's real or not, I guess, like, mm-hmm. their feelings. I guess we know that there's, like, a bond. You can see the the bond, there's evidence of the bond, like, with heroes, curse-breaking and people crying and stuff like that. Like, they obviously have some feeling of attachment related mm-hmm. to the curse, so I guess it's not really gaslighting, but Ren constantly saying that that's not real and, or that it is gaslighting, yeah, saying that it's not real and then, um... You know, saying that her relationship with Akira is actually real. And then you have Akira saying that Akito, on the other hand, was meant to be loved by everyone. Mm -hmm. And that that... But then at the end, being like, oh, I really wished... What I wished most is that we could have reconciled and, like, that Ren would accept that their... Akira and Ren's relationship was special because Akito is special. And, like, that's the very last thing that he said. Mm -hmm. Again, not gonna fuck up a child at all. Yeah. (laughs) Akito's argument... Of being like, well, no, of course, I actually like kind of believe she wanted to believe in in the, you know, Akira's soul being in the box or whatever. Like she wanted to believe that it was special, but also knew somewhere, you know, in her heart that it wasn't true, that it wasn't real mm-hmm. all this time. But she's right that nobody ever taught her how to live any <clears throat> other way. Like yeah. obviously she's been like groomed by the maids to be a certain way. Does grooming only refer to? Raising someone to be in, like, a relationship with you? I no, because people talk be... about, like, grooming people for, like, positions and stuff. And... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like, the the maids have groomed her to be a certain way um, all this time, which is really sad. And mm-hmm. so, you know, Kareno, <laughs> like, Kareno ended up becoming the target of that, which isn't right, but... yeah. <laughs> to say the least and yeah. Kareno, the irony also is Kareno was the one who was like no no you can't lock people in rooms you can't just lock people up mm-hmm. it's like you also can't stab people <laughs> like yeah you should have thrown that in there Kareno. <laughs> <laughs> yeah akito in in her eye frustration i guess of never of being so sheltered stabs him mm-hmm Frustration and of being sheltered and also, like, lo- starting to lose all the people that she felt connected to, like, all the mm-hmm. Kiyuchi. Further, Chris is starting to break. Yeah, she's, three. like, yeah, she's, like, in a panic at that, mm-hmm. at that moment. Like, I don't, 
I feel like she doesn't like fully realize what she did until a little bit later. Like, no, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. In the anime, they made it extra violent, where she's like pulling the knife up his back too. I was yeah. like, that's <laughs> a lot. That's... Yeah, and the, the blood like soaks through his shirt. It's like, and oh no. <laughs> Yeah, it's bad. It's like, did you? It's like, you guys okay? Did you guys really want to do like a dark shonen anime <laughs> or something? There's a lot of blood added to this. <laughs> I mean, it's not not bloody. It's just that yeah. she did. I just feel like it's so aggressive. Like it's mm-hmm. like I think you're right that Akito is panicking and she just like stabbed him and then ran away in the manga. Mm-hmm. But here it's like she stabs him, she holds the knife in and like pulls it up, like makes it even makes a wound even worse. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, but whatever. What do I know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not a doctor. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to look and see what she did because I don't I'm pretty sure she just stabbed the knife in and then bulked out. But mm-hmm. well, that's after. Well, let me look through one of my five volumes that I have. Here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's there's not as much focus on like like the knife literally in his back at the in mm-hmm. the manga so no there wouldn't be <laughs> there's like a profile image of them as she like stabs the knife in and then there's lots of like close-ups on their faces and stuff and then there's like a little like flick of blood as she pulls, she pulls the knife out but that's all yeah. you really see in the in the manga so yeah yeah, but I'm saying she didn't pull it up. Anyway, whatever, it's fine. It's, <laughs> but yeah, it is, I feel like uh, we talked before about how the all the added gore. I don't know, whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's not even <laughs> that much, but just slightly more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I'm joking mostly when I'm talking about <laughs> it, but it's just, sort of, it's just sort of funny. You're like, oh, more blood. <laughs> oh, there it is. I was like, no, not Kareno. Mm-hmm. No. But then the good yeah. maid came. She did come back. They kept her. Mm-hmm. Yay, I guess. Yeah, there's a line I liked in the dub when Akito's like yelling at all that. She says like, "How do I ask when I don't know what to ask?" Mm. <laughs> Somebody asked us in our questions one time in the uh, in the when we were talking about the manga if we thought Akito was a villain or not. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Akito's a villain. No, Akito was a victim. She's not. I mean, it, being a victim doesn't give you the excuse to be cruel mm-hmm. to other people but she's also clearly a victim of the yeah. family so and a victim of parental abuse just like many other somas mm-hmm. as she pointed out to ren when they were fighting a couple episodes ago actually. yeah so yeah it's like she's both a victim and an abuser but mm-hmm. that doesn't make her the villain of the story yeah the villain is like the family Society. <laughs> the villain the villain is the old ways like mm-hmm. quote unquote <laughs> right yeah as represented by the family and the, the curse villain is the um the refusal to change and clinging yes. on to things which affects not just the somas but also like toru and mm. true mm-hmm. even um you could say that about like kyoko with her backstory wasn't deeply explored but like being mm-hmm. clinging to like Katsuya when she had Toru there, yeah, as someone I mean who was a, a tiny child, but um, what was alluded to this time in her conversation with Kyo, and then what her gra- what Toru's grandfather talked about was that she left Toru for a period of time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like clinging to Katsuya also, and not yeah. not wanting to move forward without him. Mm-hmm. Same with Kyo clinging to. You know, not wanting 
can can I say? <laughs> <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> I think we can say generically that Kyo is um, <laughs> frightened of moving forward in any way. Yeah. Well, he also has a threat. <laughs> mm-hmm. He has a looming constant threat of the family also. So, mm-hmm. yeah, he is physically currently barred from changing because of them. So yeah. he's afraid of even wanting something more, mm-hmm. you know, even like trying to think of a future or whatever, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Kyo- Toru wanting to cling to her mom and not keep kind of keep, keep things the same in the sense that she wants to keep you know, her relationship with her mom, uh, uh, keep thinking of her mom as the most important person to her, mm-hmm. um, is also, yeah, it is hurting her. Yeah. As you said. Man, that old maid. Mm-hmm. It's always getting into things. Always meddling. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Would have gotten no. away with it if it weren't for that meddling maid. <laughs> <laughs> The maid is like I wouldn't have got I would have gotten away with it if it weren't for that meddling Carino. <laughs> <laughs> the scene with Hero is cute. Oh yeah, we didn't even talk about that. I was too focused on all the bad things. Yeah, <laughs> it's really good. Mm-hmm. And he like immediately picks up his sister, which I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not crying. You're crying when I was watching that scene. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Mm-hmm. It made me tear up. Yeah, it's sweet because he's like sitting there with her, just like watching her, but he obviously can't like. You know, like hold her in any way, but then the curse breaks and he just immediately picks her up. Mm-hmm. Well, and he's also and just then, like, oh, sorry, go ahead. I was saying, and then his mom comes in and you know <laughs> hugs him <laughs> as a human being for the first time, mm-hmm. which is sad. But <laughs> mm-hmm. but then he's the thing that I made me tear up was that he's so conflicted about it. Like mm-hmm. we know, we know how hard it is for them because they feel the loss. They actually like feel the loss of the the bond that they had with the others. It seems so. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, an an, an extra struggle. It yeah. seems. <laughs> He's like, I mm-hmm. wish I could just feel happy. Yeah. But um, you know, whatever. As we mm-hmm. learned from, I can't remember the name. Inside <laughs> Out. <laughs> Feelings are complicated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I could picture all the the multicolored memories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you need the sad for the happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> happy memories, sad memories can turn into happy ones with the mm-hmm. support of our loved ones. That's why I can't watch Inside Out anymore either. <laughs> just for the record, it's it's too sad, mm-hmm. <laughs> or it it makes me too emotional. I refuse mm-hmm. to have feelings. <laughs> <laughs> My husband was watching Up the other day, and I was like, I can't believe you're doing this to yourself. <laughs> and by that, I mean I'm putting on headphones because I can't. <laughs> I like how Pixar movies are like mostly like lighthearted romps, but they always have like like a five minute scene that just like tears your heart out. Literally the first like ten <laughs> minutes of up where you're like yeah. I can't like Mike was like, What's up with this? the first time we watched it, he was like, What is this? And I was like, It's sad like <laughs> you you weren't aware? Like everybody knows. <laughs> I remember watching it in the theaters and like the only showing was that I could get into was a three D showing. So I was like I was like, I'm like sobbing behind my three D glasses. <laughs> It's so unexpected, too, because you're mm-hmm. like, hey, look, a cute movie where there's a house with balloons. That's going to be cute. Yeah. No, the first 10 minutes is absolutely heart-wrenching. And then I just feel you feel so bad for him. Even the scene after when he attacks the guy with his cane, I was like, no, he's just a sad old man. Mm-hmm. Like, he can't go to court. They can't take him away. Anyway, mm-hmm. this is why I can't watch it. This is yeah. what I'm saying. 
Yeah, it is brilliant. Like um, it's great. Like setting setting the scene kind of stuff because it's like you wouldn't feel nearly as sympathetic toward <laughs> yeah toward him for the rest of the movie without that. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not crying already. You're crying. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I don't have any other things to say about Faruba. Except Akita's on the loose now with a knife, which is yeah. not good. <laughs> Can't be good. <laughs> it's like Akita's got a gun. Yeah. <laughs> I think, actually, when, I have one other thing to say. They, the scene, so Akita's like, when did my world start falling apart? And she remembers Karino's curse baking, breaking. And then all these scenes of her, like, hurting all the Selmas. And I think that's kind of the other Selmas. And I think that it's interesting because I think she sees it as them betraying her. But I see it as her abusing them mm-hmm. right and it's like it, it's just kind of interesting scenes to choose like i don't know like i guess that's supposed to be the interpretation uh, at least that's my my i guess how that's why I, it's like i guess that's how Akito feels about those mm-hmm. times i don't remember if they had yeah. those scenes in the manga either they did they did um, i'm looking at it right now um oh. i do think i can't delicate flipping yeah <laughs> Yeah, I do think it's like she's on the verge of figuring something out because, mm-hmm. like, I can't remember exactly what the dialogue was in the anime, but it, but in the manga, it says like, like, when did my world begin to break? And then it says like, from there it twisted and twisted. But I desperately reached out. I forced them to stay. That's right. No matter how many times I was betrayed, mm-hmm. like, I feel like that was kind of like on the verge of like realizing, mm-hmm. like, all the horrible things she's been doing. But then like mm-hmm. turning it back to her own like point of view hmm yeah i don't um i'm looking to see how much of it the dialogue i put in because she it said in the anime like i repeated it like a like a prayer or whatever so mm-hmm. it was actually before i guess but you know around the same scene mm-hmm. yeah it was earlier than that where that part of the dialogue is but you only have a little bit, bit of it written in your notes so i don't remember what the anime said i assume it was similar though oh and then no then it cuts <laughs> to um it shows like shigure leaving then it cuts to ren asking about yuki and shigure leaving and kind of like making the the not the bet but being like prove that the janisha will come back or whatever mm-hmm. okay so i guess it cuts a little bit of the internal mm-hmm. dialogue in the anime um, then there's a scene of Shigure being like, I want someone to live with me. And since I believed I could win, I believe no one could break this. Because mm-hmm. that's in the manga, yeah. but that's later. A little yeah. bit later. Maybe they moved some of the dialogue around? I don't know. Yeah, I think they just they just cut out the the like internal yeah. like being betrayed and stuff. But I think yeah. you still get the gist just from the images and stuff. But Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. But it is clearer when she's like, they betrayed me. Like, mm-hmm. not thinking not thinking so it like more like her perspective is that they betrayed her she's like when did my you know my world that i thought started to fall apart not like when did i start hurting people <laughs> like right anyway i guess that's that's all the point i'm trying to make because that's mm-hmm. that's the interpretation that i have as the audience where it's like yeah when did my world start to fall apart it's like when did you start you could interpret it either way i guess i don't know Never. Mm-hmm. although we know Akito's Akito hasn't changed yet, I guess, is the point yeah. I'm trying to make. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think she's, yeah, like, yeah, on yeah. the verge of, like... She's almost there. Like, reali- like realizing, like, all of this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I've always liked the, like, to, like, when did my world, like, start to fall apart kind of thing with the Karino curse breaking. Because we we know from, like, Yuki, that's, like, 
he said that like Akito was like a little bit temperamental, but mostly fine. Like, yeah, until tough, that man. point. <laughs> mhm. Yeah. And she's lived with it all this time. Mm-hmm. I thought it was kind of interesting how she was like, why didn't you leave me? Like how Shigeru was like, you should have left her mm-hmm. before. I don't know if that's supposed to be related, but... I think it is. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Karina was like, you can change now. And she's like, no, it's not happening. It's too late. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess we'll see what happens next time. Nothing can go mm-hmm. wrong, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Poor Karina. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, he's not boring. He's just sad. I said it before, and I'll say <laughs> it again. Life is just sad. I was sad during the little flashback too, because I was like, "Oh, he used to look up to Shigure." Mm-hmm. <laughs> like how Shigure, Shigure hates was... him. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. It's not like Shigure. <laughs> like whatever. I loved the scene with Ren and Shigure too, um, where like Ren is. Oh wait, no. And by loved, I mean I think it's horrifying. Where Ren was like. Um, you're looking at me with like the same way you looked at me back then the time you know their one night stand and he's mm-hmm. like yeah it lets me fantasize about what akito would be like if she was raised as a girl it's like mm-hmm. that is so it's so gross mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know that he did it is just it... to hurt akito like come on mm-hmm. hmm? it was a good burn on ren though <laughs> <laughs> it's such a good bur- I, I do enjoy that aspect of it that is true mm-hmm. she's like you're all crazy and it's like <laughs> <laughs> Look who's talking, Ren. <laughs> I like Shigure. I like the the idea that Shigure's always known what's up. Like in the past when Kareno was like, I don't get it. Is Ren bad? And Shigure's like, everyone deserves to be pitied in this family. Yeah. <laughs> I forget exactly the way that they translated that in the manga. It was like slightly different, but I always liked that part too. Where Shigure's yeah. like, it just means this whole family is fucked up. Like, yeah, it's something like, I feel bad for everyone in this everyone family. Everyone in this entire or family like or something. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I just I like the idea that he's sort of like wise beyond his years, you know. Mm-hmm. See, I, it's possible for me to like Shigure, guys. Mm-hmm. I don't only hate him. <laughs> so yeah, I guess I did have other things to say. <laughs> now I don't think I have anything else left to say this mm-hmm. time. Okay, so we want to talk about spoilers then. Sure. Okay, good. Let's do that. Uh, <laughs> next time we're going to talk. If you're not sticking around for spoilers, next time we're going to talk about. I'm disappointed in you. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be any happier than this time, based on that. <laughs> it's not mad, he's just disappointed. Disappointed, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know if I want to hear Jerry Jewel saying I'm disappointed in you. I think, it would, I think that it would cut to my soul. Yeah, and like, I might no. have to make some changes. <laughs> not you, Jerry Jewel. Not you. <laughs> okay, we'll see you for that. See you later, I guess. <laughs> oh, wait. Thanks for listening. Now see you later. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Hey, I wonder what could possibly be happening next time. <laughs> I have a feeling it might end with someone falling off a cliff. It might. I, I kind of, for some reason, I thought that the confession would happen this time. And then I was like, oh, yeah, there's so much other stuff. Why did I mm-hmm. think that? I was like, oh, this Akito will go all stabby in the first half and then confession in the second half. No big deal, right? Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know. But no, no, of course. Of course it has to be next time. You yeah. have to have all the buildup at the at the estate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, have this all the whole... pieces moving. And I'm sure mm-hmm. they'll just have all of that stuff from chapters hold on mm-hmm. like hundred yeah. and that is how that um how that chapter ends with the just like kyo's ominous look <laughs> does it really yeah 
chapter 118 ends with that. <laughs> and then 119 opens with the confession stuff. <laughs> oh, look at that ominous look. Yeah. <laughs> That's also cutting right into the soul. Mm -hmm. I don't think I could let, I don't think I could have Jerry Jewel look at me like that. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then it'll probably go all the way from 119 to like 122 or 121, whatever. Mm -hmm. When she falls off the cliff. Yeah. Falls off the cliff. Mm -hmm. Or do you think they'll bring Akito back at that time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll, that's yeah, that's why. Yeah. Because we got Akito running, you know, through the rain with the knife she right now. Yeah. And then you got the confession scene and then. Yeah, maybe they'll end it on the. So 121 ends with her at the bottom of the, like after the landslide. Mm -hmm. And Akito's at the top freaking out. So yeah. I wonder if they'll go all the way through, all the way from 118 to 122. But that seems like a lot. So maybe they'll do the cliff part and then cut it off. I don't mm -hmm. know. Little Some of that is like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it could be. If they cut it off with the, um, like the landslide actually happening, then it would be a literal cliffhanger. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they might do that. I always forget how much content is after this part. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I was like, yeah, it's the end when yeah, it's Akira stabs the, Toru. No, wait a minute. <laughs> it's kind of like like the climax, and then it's the like Dana Ma for the rest mm -hmm. of the, for the rest of it. So they have to <laughs> they have to hug each other, and the curse has to break. Mm -hmm. <laughs> think of all the think of all the hugs that are gonna happen. It's gonna be so good. <laughs> so many hugs. Do you feel? I feel a little bit a little bit disappointed that they didn't. That I think the season's gonna be short. I'm pretty sure the season's gonna be short. We talked mm -hmm. about this before. I'm a little disappointed that it's going to be short. I feel like they animated so much of the content in the first two seasons. Mm -hmm. And then now it's like the best part of the series is getting a little bit compressed. And it I, kind of bums me out. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. I think the main points are going to come across. It's yeah. just like, oh, I wish we had a little more. I don't know if I call it the best part of the series. <laughs> what do you think is the best part of the series? I don't know. I kind of like the mid the middle chapters. There's a lot of really good beach stuff, mm -hmm. our favorite part. <laughs> yeah. I do think, um, like, I'm disappointed. There's parts I'm definitely disappointed to lose. But at the same time, like, I was thinking about, like, even before the series started, I was like, like, is there enough for a, like, full, long season? I don't know. Maybe not. They could, I mean, I'm surprised sometimes by the amount of content they can cover in one episode. Mm-hmm. Like, almost all these chapters... Oh, almost all these episodes had, like, three chapters an episode. So, I mean, they've covered a significant amount without a lot of, like, filler. So that's mm -hmm. good. I mean that it's the best part because it's, like, the payoff for all the pain, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, I think we're still gonna... I don't think we'll they're cutting that. any of the payoff. No. They're mostly just cutting other, like, side story, backstory kind of stuff, it seems like. Yeah, no like meat angel? Lost, yeah, like, we lost the uh, <laughs> Komaki... And we lost, um, like, Ayame's little Ayame and Mine. backstory. Or Ayame's backstory. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. They're not... It's not that important. Mm -hmm. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, it's like, there's bit, there are bits I like a lot, and, you know, I'm sad to see go, but... Like, I don't think we're gonna lose the, like, the actual payoff stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, I think yeah, that's what right. they're focusing on for the... Like, the fact that we're, like, almost at the... Like the climax part of the story, and we still have several episodes of the season. Makes me think they're probably six. Spend a lot of time on the payoff. <laughs> like, yeah, probably. Mm -hmm. There's gonna be this. Pro. I don't know if they'll split the cliff part to two. I think they might have to. I think so. Cause I think it'll. 
Because there's Kyo and Kyoko backstory that's required. Yeah, I think you'll have, like, the confession and, like, the, Kyo- the, bit, the Kyoko bit at the, like, first half. And then you'll have the, like, Akito you know, running through the forest part in the second <laughs> half. Mm-hmm. Everybody running through the woods. Yes. <laughs> then Jason Into shows the up, right? So- <laughs> um, yeah, and then that'll be second part. The next time it'll be all the Kyo, Toru crap. Mm-hmm. And then the aftermath of that. Mm-hmm. then probably after that there'll be like one episode in between and then there'll probably be like the curse break and stuff after that How many, that's a four mm-hmm. yeah and then one or two more there's a little bit more aftermath mm-hmm. all of that all the th- important things will fit yeah I think hmm. Mm-hmm. maybe there and isn't kinda... enough content for the last season like to have a full season mm-hmm. they would have had to have stretched out like Rin's episodes yeah like I think there's to, you know there's enough for more than 13 episodes, but I'm not sure there's enough for, what is it, 25, 26? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So far, I think they've been 25, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. I don't know. Maybe there isn't. Only if you make Makoto's confession a whole episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what about Meat Angel? What about Meat Angel? <laughs> Maybe they'll do an episode with Meat Angel. Maybe she'll just show up and Kaku would be like, this is my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she might... She might still show up in like the the like epilogue kind of stuff where they're all talking about going to college and stuff. Yeah, maybe so. maybe she will show up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe I can still hold out hope for Meat Angel. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but probably they wouldn't have the whole backstory about Kakuro being a jerk and then her being connected to Toru's mm-hmm. mom's accident. Because now we're already at the part where it's it's too late to introduce that. I think so. Yeah, yeah, she might she might make an appearance, but I don't think they'll do her backstory. So. Yeah, she probably won't get a whole episode. <laughs> she can have a wait. Where's Kim... do they have Kimmy's backstory? I forget. I think they I did. don't think so. No, not Kimmy's backstory. <laughs> How dare they cut it? Because the camera combine... where that shows up, they could still put that in in like a random. Uh, yeah, they could. It could be anywhere like, in a random uh, uh, student council shenanigans moment. <laughs> I think it's because that scene hasn't happened yet. Unless it was because they combined them. Was that one of the ones they combined in that one episode with now? Because remember how they combined Yeah, I think it might have been several? one of those ones. Kimmy's backstory like is so important. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, because in the... So it was like the episode... I can't I remember. Know. I didn't bring all like 58 volumes <laughs> that I've been using this the I'm past just gonna, couple weeks this time. So. I'm just going to find my notes I was excited it's in to there. only need two volumes this time. <laughs> We only needed one for the actual... Oh, no, because of uh, Kyo's dream. Oh, yeah. my God, we didn't even talk about Kyo's dream. <laughs> oh, we're, we should talk about that. We and talked then... about it at the beginning. We did? Bit. Yeah, we were talking about how... How like... she goes to the cat's house and it's creepy? Uh, I like, guess we, we didn't talk about it in detail. We just talked about how Kyo's, like... We're emotional. like, hey, that's fucked up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I do God. like... Um, I did like some of the, like, tweaking of the timeline for everyone's emotional states leading into the next several episodes. Like... Mm. Like, having the, um, like, Kyo's little, like, freak out at the end of the last episode, leading into his nightmare, leading mm. into him being an yes. asshole about the confession, I think works really well. Yes. For, like, his mental state right now. Yes. And I also think the, like, having already had Momiji's curse break, and then leading into all this stuff with the keto, and then having Hero's curse break, I think the timing on that works really well. Hmm. So... <laughs> And also having, like, uh, like Shigeru fucking with Ren, leading directly into Ren, <laughs> running in with the knife. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, here it is. 
It was the chapter after the barbecue one. 112? Yeah, 112. I don't think it's happened yet, because it's that has the stuff about Komaki. Blah, blah, blah. And it's after the stuff with Ayame, like when they go to, after Ayame's trial. Oh, yeah, it's before, it's like during the Mogetta. <laughs> but, oh, yeah. She was like, because she was like, and she's like, give, give me this. And, yeah. And they're like, why are you like this? <laughs> And I was like, do you want it? And Kimi's like, how could you talk like that? Putting other people's things is the worst. He's <laughs> like, Kimi would never take something that belonged to someone else. What about five seconds ago? And then he's like, how, how he's like, how the hell do you manage being so overconfident all the time? And she goes, I think it all started that day. And then mm -hmm. it goes into this flashback where she's a child. Yeah, okay. So no, that hasn't happened yet. <laughs> well, they better include that. <laughs> it's the only thing that matters to me. I mean... <laughs> It, that's the best part of the whole series. That's what you're talking about, right? It's not at the end, so <laughs> you couldn't have been included in the end stuff. <laughs> Is there any other spoilery things that you have to say? Are we just going to freak out about next time until next time? I'm just ready for Toru to be all like, well, then I have to disagree with my mom or whatever. <laughs> also, yeah, of course they made the episode title, I'm disappointed in you. You <laughs> can't be bad. <laughs> An obvious choice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That I have also clearly agreed with. Because I think that episode title was I'm Disillusioned. You can't not call it that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, that's going to happen, I guess. Yep. It's going to be fun. Like I said, nothing can go wrong. <laughs> Only everything. Everything can go wrong. <laughs> it's got it's to get a little worse before it can get better. <laughs> We're getting there. It, mm -hmm. I, we'll get The payoff will come. There's like going to be probably five episodes of payoff for all of this right because they're gonna get together the curse is gonna break so there's at least a couple in there that are gonna be all good good stuff so mm -hmm. we finally made it to the yeah we're almost at the bottom of the uh <laughs> the parabola <laughs> we're almost at the the climax of mm -hmm. the story we've almost made it so. mm -hmm. good only tears of joy from now on right yes right mm -hmm. right <laughs> So much happy screaming. Next time you cry, will be tears of joy. <laughs> Don't bring FMA into this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so do you have nothing else to say about this episode of Fruits Basket? No? Uh, no. <laughs> okay, good. Well, okay, join us next time for I'm Disappointed in You. <laughs> I won't be disappointed in you. I just want you to know. Thank you. It's good. Jerry Jewell <laughs> might be disappointed in us, but... He's disappointed in all of us. <laughs> It's so harsh. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> all right. Thank you all for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Or perhaps she's just talkative. Truly no good. <laughs> Truly no goo. <laughs> <laughs>